so I had to cut the last episode a little bit short, even though it was probably longer than usual. Nonetheless, it was the flat tire. Go back and listen to that. 360 talks. I was recording next to Johnson Creek in Southeast Portland and my tire went flat literally right next to me as I was trying to tie together whatever I was talking about. And at this point, I kind of forgot. And I just rode here to the Columbia River. Not from Southeast, but I had to walk my bike to the max and then went to a shop to get my bike fixed and rode all the way to Marine Drive. And here I am next to another body of water where I'm hearing it ask me, do you drink me enough? (laughs) Sorry, that's a line from a poem I spoke in front of a crowd at last last Sunday this past weekend and I'll be speaking that poem for another month in about two weeks I had another I'll keep everyone updated but I'll say where it's going to be at the next time I speak it because next month I have a new poem to present to listeners that is a new journey I'm referring to is instead of writing so much poetry I will be speaking the poetry whether it's off the top of my head or just simply what I've written in the past. And what I've written in the past, honestly, is a bit different from what I speak in the present. Right now, I'm looking at Mount Hood. I'll take a picture of it. It's very beautiful out today. I didn't plan to be here. I just planned to ride to Johnson Creek and then probably go back home. But after the flat tire, I saw a clear pathway to continue on down to Marine Drive. Last time I was on a Marine Drive was in Mumbai, India, running in front of, or should I say between thousands of people. And it was hot. (laughs) Not like this kind of hot, but it was hotter. Um... But the last time I spoke next to a large body of water, I believe, maybe I'm getting this wrong, but, and sitting on rocks was in Istanbul, Turkey. And I remember having this very mundane voice and kind of the last of that voice because I listened back to it and it just sounded awful sounded like I was just dragging each word in each sentence. Very creative of me. That's just how I do things. But speaking on a rock that I didn't plan to be on, speaking next to water I didn't plan to see today. And that's just the way the wind blew. Excuse me, I have a lot of phlegm. So I was kind of talking about the last episode of 360, which I'll probably title at this point. It's not even been published. This is just kind of a breakoff episode, but Flat Tire 360. 
talking about how athletes and riders are similar in terms of their the perseverance and the attitude you got to have to be successful just a brief recap you know the later in life with experience of course it's probably easier to be a rider than it is an athlete whereas athletes are probably more successful the earlier they start in life however the general idea of a successful rider and athlete it's like less than one percent most people don't succeed as an athlete in terms of of course success is quite arbitrary it's kind of all over the place but i mean not even college athletes most of them don't really make it to the pros and even if they do, it's 3% actually move on to the second or third year. And then at that point, it's kind of talk about general population of athletes. Most people don't make it. It's like riders. Most people don't make it as a rider. It's very rare to be a full-time rider and riding, actually paying your bills. Very rare to be an athlete and your athletic ability is paying your bills. I know most even Olympic athletes they have regular jobs between the years of turning the world on their heels because they're breaking records. But then once it comes to after that, you know, sponsorships fall off because no one's paying attention to their sport. Unless you're a Sydney McLaughlin or maybe a Shirley Ann Frazier. But most athletes, I mean, they're not really... And, and this is by no means me speaking down on them. I'm just kind of having a sympathetic or more apathetic, empathetic, rather, excuse my words, empathetic projection on that lifestyle of being so prestige in your work, but it doesn't quite be consistent in terms of you're not as successful as people see you during the off season. You know, maybe you're a coach or you're working a regular job and you've got to turn on beast when it comes to that time of year to break records or at least compete against the world's greatest because that's what you are. But that was the 360 attitude. Excuse me, the 360 attitude. That is the attitude. Uh, but I mean, also kind of want to speak on this idea that I heard Kobe Bryant say on a TikTok actually, well, he wasn't on TikTok, but someone posted one of his interviews talking about, um, excuse me, I keep spitting. But he was talking about the idea of patience. You know, patience is happening and impatience is kind of what you have to be to get to where you want to be. And I've always told myself every day, know get as close as possible for me personally what is as close as possible and close as possible is my higher self which is probably the individual that does things despite whatever issues are going on and kind of looks past the pain and worry on my greater path which is in a way that is more of an attitude a godsend attitude and for my deepest desires my deepest desires I keep to myself and I mean, if you kind of hear the grit in my work to read what I write in vehicledigest.net or 
what I've written in my books. I mean, my deepest desires are kind of in that. And a lot of those desires I keep to myself for the most part because I don't know the order of receiving them. I mean, one could come in 10 years and I can have, or an expected one come tomorrow or now. It's just kind of dependent upon my ability to align with that higher individual of myself, our deepest past, path, excuse me, the journey, or more importantly, Am I resting in my desires? Am I resting in my skills? Not only are tangible things my desire, but it's also my skill. You know, these waves are getting louder, so I have to kind of speak a little bit more articulate because I've actually done this before. And sometimes the wind, especially in Santorini, Greece, when I was there, the wind was kind of taking over my voice. And I think that episode was kind of washed out by that wind blowing into my microphone these rich people on boats and shit. One of they can see me, they probably have no idea that I'm recording by myself here. Just kind of interesting to see people, what different people do on nice days. Like here I am riding my bike around Portland all by myself and stopping after a flat tire from a creek out of nowhere, literally. Tire just said And here I am next to a river talking to myself (laughs) or the blessed ears who receive this so I think this boat I'm looking at right now is a Malibu I would not buy that boat looks like it sucks I actually probably wouldn't buy a boat I'd buy an airplane and then rent a boat because I don't think I would want to live by water actually I take that back maybe I would my bike still here yep well, this is a kind of a part two to Bud Talks, episode 360. And uh, before I close out, there is one more thing I want to say. You know, I haven't read this book, but there's a book out there called The Power of Now. And it's by Eckhart Tolle. And people always tell me about it. And I think that's just where my presence, my awareness of my presence kind of takes people and they say you know have you read this book and i say no i've only heard people talk about it on podcasts or whatnot and it really talks about i think the grounds of it like i said i haven't read the book but from what people tell me it's really about just being in a present moment and i've always had this hyper awareness of my anxiety and when i'm finished with one task i usually have this overwhelming stimuli or stimulated brain and sometimes i kind of remedy that by eating sugar or eating in general and then I go into this kind of mind spin of what's next what's now and the reality is is now is next now is next now is next like you want to ask yourself what you're doing next well and the reality of it your confusion for one is now so that's next but from there, I've always, or more so recently, I've kind of been in this, thank the pilot, by the way, that's flying this airplane above me. You know, most athletes probably have that sense of mentality of, 
you know, if I'm tired, what's next? Well, be tired. And I think the one thing that fixes tiredness is a mentality of, well, rest could be next. But for the most part, you got to keep fucking going. You got to keep going. I mean, you got to keep going. Like these waves I'm looking at, they don't stop. You think the water gets tired? Water doesn't get tired. Water has infinite amount of waves. Like these waves, they just kind of disappear and seep between the rocks and then kind of recede back into the river. And then there's more waves doing the same thing over and over. It's like, where's all this energy going? I guess energy doesn't really dissipate or go away. It just kind of gets transferred. It gets transferred between the rocks and kind of look at these rocks and they're wet. And then they dry off, but then when the tides recede, they, the ones that are wet, they're no longer doing that thing anymore. So at this point, I'm quite hungry and starting to lose sense of what I'm talking about. But if there's anything you want to take away from this, athletes, writers, creatives, keep going. Right now is next. And you're always the individual who has to carry the torch for the present you, the past you, and the future you. It's always you that has to carry the torch. There's no tomorrow you, it's now you. Okay, bye.